Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your girl T Shack Talks here with the Knockout Talkout Report. I am back, baby. In the words of Kofi Kingston, I'm back. It's been a long, what, like two weeks or something like that? These last few weeks have been crazy. I'm actually still a little sick. If y'all don't follow me on Twitter, you get all the most recent updates. And I had been sick and I really thought I had like caught the flu or something like that. Or um, pneumonia or something of that sort. But it was really just a cold. And because I have asthma, that just kind of elevated the cold. So, yeah, I'm still a little raspy, still a little eh. I'm probably going to be coughing a little bit just because I'm doing a lot of talking right now. So, please excuse me for that. But it has been some very interesting last few weeks in the world of wrestling especially in wwe which is what we're going to focus on today um i'm gonna kick the show off i wasn't gonna do a knockout of the week but as i was getting ready to begin i was like you know what shout out to mustafa ali this week let's go ahead give him a quick round of applause for his match with daniel bryan this week or i'm sorry the new Daniel Bryan um that was a great match a great match and really just kind of put the cruiserweights on because I know WWE has like their fan base that's like you know just watch Raw and Smackdown they may do a pay-per-view every once in a while and at that point they are missing out on the 205 Live which is one of the top shows on the WWE Network so hopefully that gave them a little bit of a push get some people over to the network to see what they actually do week to week because they be working honestly and truly they stay working hopefully we get some more of Mustafa Ali on the um on the main roster a lot more just because he is so fucking good y'all he is so good so that really made my heart happy. So he's a knockout of the week. Shout out to Mustafa Ali. Next, let's go ahead and talk about some foolishness. Before we get into TLC, because we're going to get into that a little bit later. I'm just going to talk about some matches, may give some predictions, may or may not. We'll see how it goes. Um, I'm really, and this happened a while ago, but I'm still going to touch on it because... This podcast is really made and dedicated to all of my people of color who love wrestling. Um, Like I said, this show is for everybody, but it's really, really here to give perspective from people of color. And one of the more disappointing things that I've seen over the last couple of weeks. Hold on one second. (coughs) Over the last couple of weeks was... Ember Moon's husband. So if you have not heard, I guess it's a part of his gimmick because he's also a, fe- um, a fellow wrestler. 
His name is Matthew Palmer. And he is Ember Moon's husband. Um, I don't know where he wrestles at because the article didn't mention any of that. I'm reading from the ringsidenews.com. Um, I guess it's a part of his gimmick to be racially, um, I don't know, dangerous or whatever. He had on a shirt that says, and I'm looking at it right now, King of Black Women. Who voted for that? Because I don't remember voting. I don't remember that being on the ballot last month. I don't remember any of that. He is not king of black women. He's probably not the king of women. So just because your wife is black does not mean that you can go off and say whatever the fuck you want to say. I found that incredibly like distasteful, if anything. You know, and I get it, like gimmicks and, you know, you want the fans to think that you're racist so you can get catch some heat. But King of Black Women, Matthew Palmer, that ain't it. That ain't it at all. Plus the shirt was ugly. If you was King of Black Women, we wouldn't have had you in that, sir. So there's that. Um, I'm not going to give him too much, too much shine because clearly he's he's ignorant and it's unfortunate because ember moon is probably one of the the um next female superstars to get some sort of title action and when you have dumb people in your in your space making dumb decisions like this can affect her career like he also like tweeted something about Nia Jax and I know not everybody is hype on Nia Jax right now because she has had a history of botching and um that has really got some fans thinking that they are some sort of WWE know-it-all anyways outside of that um I just I don't know. I don't think that is good for Ember Moon's career. I hope he chills out and, and puts the interest of his beautiful wife ahead of his stupid decisions. So, yeah, he definitely gets dumbass in the week because he's not my king. He's not anybody's king. You might be the king of your household, but I don't. Ain't none of that shit over here, buddy. So, moving along, let's go ahead and jump into the next topic oh i wanted to bring up this quote that i seen from um jr if you don't know you need to know because jr is an announcing legend he um has this weekly podcast which for some reason the the apple podcast thingy like unsubscribed me so i don't appreciate that i need to figure that that thing out but anyways let me pull it up the quote quote there we go um so jr said uh i think it was during his during his um podcast i'm not sure but i will be very comfortable in booking becky lynch versus ronda rousey in the main event at wrestlemania i wouldn't be offended if they added charlotte to that match right now but becky and ronda would be my top match the hottest thing 
That's the hottest thing they have going on right now. Right now, none of the men are red hot. You can't say that about the women. They have captivated the fans. There is no, there is no male red hot enough to make me want to supersede putting them above Rousey or Lynch in the main event at WrestleMania. So, yeah, I thought that was a major quote, especially coming from JR. He has been in the business forever. <laughs> like, he has seen some shit. And for him to um, emphasize that there are no red hot men going on right now. And I know some people are going to say that's probably due to Roman not being out. But Roman cannot carry raw you know and there isn't anything more interesting than Rhonda and Becky at the moment so I didn't know I don't know what they're gonna do for Wrestlemania honestly at least when it's pertaining to the men I have no clue what they are really going to get into because there's no storyline that's really just knocking me off my feet I cannot think of a storyline that is really just like taking me there the ones that are that have um come close would definitely be the new Daniel Bryan because he is healing his ass off he is giving us vegan heal and I love it but it's still not as good as what Becky has produced. Becky has changed the game for promos in 2018. She's given good promos. She's given good social media heat. She has changed the game for everybody. I would say her, um, Tommaso Ciampa, they have changed the game for, for what a promo is supposed to do to the audience and it's just it's been very very nice to watch and to see and I really hope they get the opportunity to headline Wrestlemania because that has been the women's superstar um dream since I would say since the four horsemen actually came around um yeah I think that's gonna be a dope situation and I will be there in spirit well I'll just be at home watching Because your girl has no money to get to New York. But I will be watching. um, So hopefully that is the case. And then the last thing that I wanted to bring up. Hold on one second while I take a sip of my bubbly. Sparkling water that is. Because I don't have real champagne here. But yeah. I'm kind of disappointed because I don't remember all of Smackdown this week but I really 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 wanted to see Naomi and Mandy they really have some heat on Twitter going back and forth um Naomi can really come with the disses um I think Mandy has a smart ass mouth by nature and she can probably apply that to her character really well um and their match got cut their match got cut so that's really disappointing I really hate that 
I just feel like Naomi is the short end of the stick and she is so talented. And now I don't even know what opportunity lies ahead because are they still going to be doing the tag with her and Asuka? Now that Asuka is in the championship um, picture, where does that leave Naomi? You know, I really hope that they have something coming for her. She won the the um, Battle Royal at WrestleMania and in my opinion, never really got what people, at least what the men get when they win Battle Royals or whatever. I just feel like she deserves better. And I hope we get to see more because I wanted to see that fucking match. And we could have cut, you know, at least a minute of that rap battle. We could have cut that. We could have cut some entrances. We could have did something just to get us a nice five minute something something. I don't know, y'all. I was disappointed, but. (coughs) 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 All right, y'all. Let's go ahead and get into TLC now. Actually, right before I get into that, I do want to bring up that. Raw's last few weeks have been so terrible. I mean, ratings have dropped. Um, I don't know how this affects them financially, but I have a theory, you guys. I have a theory. So just just listen in real quick. So what if... They want SmackDown to look like the better show due to Fox gaining ownership of SmackDown in 2019. I'm just saying, like, does that not sound like something that may be going on? Because it has been piss poor. I mean, just random storylines, dumb shit happening. Nothing's making sense. You look up and somebody's pissing on a robe. Like, what in the fuck is going on on Raw? And it's like, SmackDown is so good. It is so good right now. But your flagship show is trash at the moment. Literally, I sit for three hours thinking to myself, what the hell have I just consumed? So I just wanted to get that out. We can go ahead and move along. Get into that TLC. Tables, ladders, and chairs pay-per-view. Alright. So first up on the list. And I just want to say I am looking at CBSSports.com. For my references for TLC. um, Matches and what's going on. Because it is a larger card. Um, It looks like we're going to be in for a long show kids. So. Definitely get the snacks, get the beer, get the wine, whatever. Get it, because it's going to be a minute. Um, The first match that they have listed is the Mixed Match Challenge Final. Now, I really like Mixed Match Challenge, but I have stopped watching. Because this shit is so long. It has been going on forever. What they are fighting or battling over is number 30 spot at Royal Rumble. 
I really wish they would have stuck to charity or something like that because I live for spot number 30 at the Royal Rumble. I do not want to know who is coming out at spot 30. Spot 30 is like supposed to be that person. It's supposed to be like a shock, a surprise, something. And now we're going to know, and then to top it all off, it's not even like going to be a pop for it. Like you can't pop for somebody that we know who's coming out. But anyways, we have R-Truth and Carmella versus Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox. Okay, so sad to say, none of these are really contenders for the championship at the moment just because they don't really have a storyline like they, they don't have anything going on to really set them up for you know a victory at the royal rumble so i don't i don't know why we're doing this i don't know why um my guess is going to be our truth and carmella because out of the two um matches or out of the two um tag teams they have the biggest storyline and I say that with all of the air quotes their their dance break is cute hopefully something funny happens so I mean if our truth and Carmelo go it will probably be entertaining so yeah that's my guess for that they just do they just do gender and Alicia so bad they do them so bad. Like, Alicia Fox is so talented. I think she's held the belt one time. And that was the Divas Championship. They do her so bad. And Jinder Mahal, I don't Don't even get me started. So, yes. Up next is my favorite. The GOAT. That guy. That luchador. Ray. Mysterio versus Randy Orton. All right, so this is a chairs match. Um, I think overall it's gonna be good. Um, hell, it sounds like we're living back in 2003. So hopefully they give us some old nasty, good old school vibe and entertain us. Um, I think Ray Mysterio is very creative with his um style, so it will be interesting to see. What he does with the chairs because he's really not a stipulations match kind of guy in my opinion. I don't I just don't think he needs any of that. But I do think Randy Orton is very creative, especially with the Jeff Hardy. Um with the Jeff Hardy thing. He just comes up with some really gnarly gross shit. So it should be a good match. Who wins? I don't really care, to be honest, because their their beef, like, doesn't mean anything when it comes to the titles or anything like that. So, I mean, of course I'm gonna go for Ray Mysterio because he's my favorite of all time. But honestly, I don't care because that's just how they built the storyline. So next on the list, I have Buddy Murphy. Versus Cedric Alexander. Um, 
This is going to be a good match. The Cruiserweights always come through. I want to say Survivor Series. Yeah, they had the best match of the night. And they weren't even really like on the card card. Like they were on the card, but you know, it just, it, it kind of didn't matter because they were on a whole separate show. Um, and they still, <coughs> they still killed it. Um, Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander are just, just overly talented and they are both beloved. Um, <coughs> Um, I definitely think they're going to keep Buddy Murphy as a champ because he's been doing his thing. I just really hope they find something for Cedric to do because I don't want him to, like, drop in the card after this. So, we'll see how that goes. So, let's see. We have Elias versus Bobby Lashley. And we also know Leo Rush is going to be out there flapping them fucking gums. Whew. That man can talk. But anyways. Um, this match. I, I want to care about it right. Because Elias. Has really been coming through. When it comes to just like. Pissing off the audience. Cracking jokes. Doing all this rock star shit. Like his gimmick is bomb. But the storyline is shit. Like. And then they got Bobby Lashley out here. Showing his ass. Looking like Squirtle. I just... I don't know, y'all. It should it should be a good match. But I, I don't care who wins, y'all. I'm not invested. You know, I want to be invested in these storylines. And some of them, I just could not give two bad bucks about. And that's just the dead-ass truth. So, it's a ladder match. I didn't mention that, but... I think it's going to be like a guitar hang in and then whoever gets it can knock each other out. I don't, hell, I don't know. I'm going to watch it. Hopefully, it's better than what I'm anticipating, but <laughs> we know how that goes. So, yeah, Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre. Now, I'm not going to go too deeply into this match because I heard Finn Balor was hurt. Like, I don't know who they're going to replace him with, but I'm pretty sure... Finn Balor is hurt at the moment. Um, either way, Drew McIntyre is the next that guy. So, he's probably going to win no matter who it is. That's just how the McMahon cookie crumbles. Which isn't a bad, which isn't a bad thing because I like Drew McIntyre. And I feel like he just has, like, he really took what he learned from NXT. And he stuck to it. And you can tell that he is trying to keep that same energy from NXT to the main roster. Which is really hard when everybody else around you is sucking ass. Or it's also um, difficult when the um, the storylines just aren't there. Because you can give your all. But if there's no story to really like, you know, do anything. I'm just like, ugh. Why are we here? What got us here? Like, I'm sitting here trying to think, why is Drew McIntyre and Finn Balor even beefing? I can't even remember, y'all. So, yeah. That's gonna be that. And we'll see how that turns out because 
I don't think Finn will will actually end up being there. Okay, so where did I leave off? Okay, next match is this is a long ass pay per view, y'all. My goodness, but anyways, <clears throat> next match is Natalia versus Ruby Riot. So let's back up a little bit. Their beef is based off of the death of Natalia's father, the Anvil, Nightheart, um, who was a part of the Heart Foundation. At first, I was like, no, the fuck, they are not about to do this shit. But I mean, after a while, you know, I kind of got into it because I thought about it. I watched Total Divas. A, I know Natalia loves this shit. She loves wrestling. It is in her blood, literally. B, I know she likes attention. She likes that funny shit. And if something's going to get her over, she's going to do it. And C, when her dad was on the show, you, you could tell he loved the business as well. Like, wrestling was just his shit. And I think that he would, he would really love knowing that he is a part of a storyline in 2018. You know, it's very sad that he passed, rest in peace, always. But I think that she knows her dad and she knows that he would be probably happy about it. So... Yeah, her promos with um when she talked about her dad, uh, talking about Natalia, have been excellent. I give her that. Um, cause typically her promos are garbage, but she you can tell she has passion and she she means every single word that she says. So I don't think it's distasteful. I think a lot of y'all just are dramatic. Cause y'all, I seen somebody tweet about it. Like y'all want you know the um. What was it called? I just lost my train of thought. But y'all want the old school wrestling with all the crazy shit and all that extra shit. But when WWE does something that would be of that era or the Attitude Era, there we go. People want the Attitude Era back. But when you get a taste of the Attitude Era, it's like, whoa, pump them brakes, buddy. And it's like, no, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that, guys. You can't request something. And then when it happens you know, no longer want to participate. That's just not how this shit works. So yeah, I think it's going to be a really good match because Italian Ruby Riot are really great workers. They're really, they're really, they're really entertaining. Like some, I prefer Ruby Riot with, um, Sasha Banks. Cause I think they work really well together, but I think her and Natalia are gonna rock it out um I really think this match could go either way because Natalia could be putting over Ruby Riot as a heel um or they could be putting Natalia over as a baby face and have her win in honor of her father which would be a beautiful story um so for me this match could go either way I don't care who wins but I am somewhat invested in it you know one of the more decent storylines from raw i'll say so let's see we have the tag team championship 
um, match from SmackDown. That includes The Bar, Cesaro, and Sheamus. Um, the New Day, and The Usos. So, The Usos and The New Day are probably my faves. Probably my fave tag team in WWE. Love them to death. They are just so fucking entertaining. I like the bar too. I just prefer Usos and New Day. But how many times do we have to see this? You know, we could really be doing more with the tag team division. Like, I can't even who who else is on let me let's think right now. Who else is on SmackDown as a tag team. We have um Insanity. They probably like a match. Um is no, I don't think the one guy's in the paint. Uh I know it's it's a horrible description, but I can't even think their names right now. Um Oh, what is their name? Carlitos Brothers. I can't even think of I can't even think of names right now. I'm so sorry. But there, there are literally people in the back in catering. And I know I say this every week. But they are in the back in catering waiting for a moment. And we would like to see some moments mix them up. We want to see the bar versus insanity. Uh, we would like to see the Usos versus, um, shit. Oh, uh, <coughs> <coughs> versus the good brothers i believe they're on smackdown um you know we want to we want to see some of that mixed up action to see you know who really is the best in in the division and we really cannot cannot see that or obtain that information because we haven't seen everybody in the freaking division so let me just breathe calm down chill with that being said, I don't care who who wins. I I, I don't care. I think the match is gonna be baller. But I just I don't care. So yeah. Next <laughs> So next match. Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. I I mean, Braun Strowman is supposed to be in surgery. I mean, I know they're talking about the whole um, elbow situation, but I mean, I'm pretty sure Braun Strowman got bad knees. Like, period. He's like eight foot five. He he doesn't have a choice but to have bad knees. That just that just comes with the territory. Period. So I'm, I believe he had to get knee surgery. Um, at least that's what I read on the Twitter. So I don't know how they're going to mix this up. I hope they do something interesting with it because I don't know, you guys. I'm not as invested with Baron Corbin. I'm just, I'm not. And I wish I was, but I'm just not feeling it on my spirit. So, yeah, there's that. We'll go ahead and move along because this, it's just so many matches, y'all. Like, this feels like mania. On the low. It feels like mania. 
but we're not doing too bad on Showtime, so turn up for that. So next is going to be the Intercontinental Championship, which is Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose. So this is just going to be a straight up good match. I don't give two fucks about who wins. I take that back. I would kind of like Dean Ambrose to win just because I'm really feeling the heels right now. Like I'm not like team babyface. As of lately, like, I'm all about badass, get them done, beat they ass heels. And I think Dean is on his way. Um, His gimmick is, you know, it's building. It's a little strange talking about, you know, the smell and all that. You know, the Bane mask, that was, that was a little weird. But, you know, I see where they're going. This story has potential. And they can only keep it going. If Dean wins and then they um, have to do another rematch. So actually with this, I'm going to pull for Dean. And then just overall, this is going to be a straight up good match. Because they just they just have good matches. That's what they do. So yeah, that would be pretty dope. Moving along. Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship. So... I know a lot of people hate Nia Jax right now. And they just got to chill. Y'all got to chill, man. Like, people get hurt. You know how many people probably get hurt that we don't even know about? Like, there's probably so many established wrestlers who have hurt other wrestlers. And they just don't make a storyline out of it. I don't know. It's just, it's just weird because they never usually highlight um um injuries so I don't know I I just I don't know you guys part of me really feels like she was supposed to turn around and punch her maybe not that hard but I don't know just something tells me that all that wasn't really like I, I don't know I think they they kind of swerved us y'all and they really got y'all out here real life, like, hating Nia Jax. Like, just being, being rude. But I don't, I don't think Nia's gonna win. Like, as of lately, Nia, her matches have been really, really, really slow. I don't know. I just, I don't think she's gonna, she's gonna do it with Ronda. I didn't like their last match anyways, so... Yeah, Ronda's probably going to win, even though I'm not, like, huge on Ronda. I'm not there yet. I'm getting there. She's kind of entertaining me. So, yeah, I don't have much on this match because I feel like the storyline on this was poor. I feel like Nia's still trying to establish herself as a heel. And she hasn't found that sweet spot. And then, like, I was listening to um, Cheap Heat, and this is, like, a couple episodes ago. Like, why don't they have Tamina talk for Naya? Like, Naya just does not have that, that heel, mean, rude voice. And I think Tamina could pull it off. I don't know. Like, like moving along, because we got a couple of more. Okay, just two more matches to talk about. Cool. Um, 
So yeah, WWE Championship. Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. Um, I'm hoping this is a good match. I hope it's better than the last one. I didn't think the last one was bad by any means, but I do like this heel. Um, Daniel Bryan, the new Daniel Bryan. Excuse me, because I don't want him to talk about me and my meat-eating ass, you know? That sounded horrible. But anyways, um, I just think this is Daniel Bryan's run. I don't think AJ is going to retain. I think we're still building the character of the new Daniel Bryan. And if that character loses this match, that's going to basically defeat the purpose of doing all this work of him really just acting his ass off, y'all. Giving us Tony Award vibe performances. So, yeah, Daniel Bryan's going to win. The match is going to be baller. I I just I just know I really want them to pull out some some just some good throwback shit. I don't know, like I want them to pull out like some good throwback moves that are not going to hurt anybody, of course, cuz you know, got to protect all that. Got to protect your brain and all that. That's important, but I really want to see some fresh moves from them especially Daniel Bryan because he is now a heel and I love I love when um people turn heel and then they change the name of like their move or they do it a little differently I think he needs something like that because you know he can put it up somebody in a submission I'm gonna look at that bitch and still be like okay yes lock and that's just that so yeah my pick is Daniel Bryan the new Daniel Bryan and last but not least, this better close out the show. Because this is what the people are coming for. This is what is putting butts in seats. Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Asuka for the Women's SmackDown Championship. And this is the first ever triple threat TLC Match. They are using all the tables, all the ladders, and all the chairs. So, I mean, what do I, what do I say? Like, Becky Lynch. So, I'm conflicted. Because I want Asuka to win. I want Asuka to have a championship run and run like hell. Because just in her... Her animation, that last episode of SmackDown, when she was beating the shit out of Charlotte and um, Becky Lynch back and forth. Listen, Asuka ain't never got to talk. Just her body language, her vibe, her energy is so awesome. And I just think that she could have a, a really good championship run if they don't, if they don't play her. So, I don't know. I'm not ready for Becky to be done with championship. But I am ready for Oscar to win. Plus, if Oscar wins, it means Becky's no longer the champion. Which also means that she can possibly move over to Raw to, you know, get um, the Ronda and Becky situation popping. Because, you know, how else are they going to... How else are they going to do do um, Becky and Ronda successfully 
without having them on the same brand. So, yeah. I think that will be the case. My guess is Asuka. That's my hope. That's my want. Charlotte has won several times. She's won everything that the women can can win. Much respect to her. I just, I don't want to see another championship run. I'm tired. So, yeah. There is that, y'all. That is the whole card for TLC. And, and it's crazy because it does not involve the Universal Championship. Shocking. Not really. But I don't know how that championship is going to grow if people don't see it. I don't know what they have up their sleeve. I don't know what they're thinking or what they're doing if they're trying to get that get that championship on UFC. Like, I don't know what the, the end goal is. Hopefully it's something that won't suck. But, I mean, you just really never know with WWE. You really never freaking know. So... Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this show up. Thank you so much for sticking in there with me, guys. I appreciate it. Tune in, listen, um, like, subscribe, and all that good stuff on Podbean and also on Apple Podcast app at the Knockout Talkout Report. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter, um, KOTO Report. Um, also, you can follow me on Instagram, T-Shack Talks. Is my Instagram name. What is he at the end? Um, my power of positivity moment. Shout out to the new day. Would be get some goals set up and ready for the new year, y'all. This year is over. It is done. And there's nothing we can really do to erase anything that we may have done that we wish we could change or anything like that but what we can do is move forward and do what we didn't do in 2019 so those are my words on that that's what I'm truly and honestly working on I want to grow this I want to really make this into something and be representation not only for women but for black women who enjoy pro wrestling and I know that sounds crazy Especially, especially coming um, from a woman of color, but we're out there. There's an audience for this and I cannot wait to see this grow. So thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Enjoy TLC. Um, Have a happy holiday. This may be my last episode of the year. I'm not sure yet. I'll let you guys know on Twitter, but you got to follow me. KLTO Report. Um... And yeah, we're just going to go from there, y'all. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Love you so much. And like my girl Iyana says, stay in peace, not peace. Please.